Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and today we're talking about Sharknado 2. Is there a subtitle? The second one. The second one, that's right. Uh, we're doing this for Shark Week, because last year we missed Shark Week, because we fucking suck. And since we're called Sharks Across Hollywood, we should probably do something for Shark Week. I feel like we, we dropped the ball on that one. I don't even like sharks that much. Like, I'm not particularly into them, but my whole life has become sharks since I named the show this. I can't relate to that at all. I've been <laughs> all about sharks ever since I can remember. Well, I'm like, street sharks, but that's a dumb show. Street sharks was the only thing i didn't like because it <laughs> it turned it anthropomorphized them and turned them into people i was like i don't want fucking people i want sharks motherfucker but nature's perfect killing machine i loved everything that was trying to rip off the ninja turtles because there was a lot we That's could do fair. an entire episode That's on fair. just that you loved everything that was trying to rip off the ninja turtles i hated everything that was trying to rip off the ninja turtles because i was just a little bit older than you yeah so yeah and i was at the point where oh. i was identifying myself with the ninja turtles so every time something came along to try and compete with the Ninja Turtles or steal the Ninja Turtles thunder, I felt like it was trying to compete with me. I was like, motherfucker, you are not the Ninja Turtles. You do not deserve that glory. <laughs> you took it way too yeah, seriously. Yeah, I took it way too seriously. Yeah, dude, we have stone protectors. Remember that one? You never saw that one, did you? There was one with dinosaur... There was street sharks, but then there was a spin-off because these dinosaur of characters there was. showed up <laughs> and they were, they were anthropomorphic dinosaurs Naturally. from another dimension or Naturally. whatever. We had Mighty Ducks, which... I'm actually going to talk about, again, because the whole time I'm watching fucking Sharknado, I'm like, all I hear is Wild Wing. All I hear. Are Why, it- did Ian Ziering play Wild Wing Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> And of course he did. All I hear when he gets like really that leadership intense voice, you uh-huh. know, I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> he's the he's the goalie, man. He's the captain of the team. I actually turned the commentary on for like maybe 20 minutes on oh. this one. Basically the intro scene. I turned the commentary on for the intro scene and they they address the the voice thing because he comes on like, hi, this is Ian Ziering. And they're like, come on, do, do the do the Finn voice. Do the Finn voice. <laughs> so he's like, hi. <laughs> this is he doesn't really sound like that no he doesn't <laughs> it's it's totally an affectation that's awesome i like that that's fun so you watch this on a blu-ray or dvd yes, or whatever yes i bought this one as soon as i bought i bought it site after shark after the glory that was sharknado i bought this site unseen did you sit through the trailers i absolutely did yes <laughs> fucking wow i don't remember any of them i remember a couple of them but there was one i'm like wait a minute so i'm like hey it's scott farkas and then immediately <laughs> immediately it cuts to christopher lloyd i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> Two 80s icons in a movie together. Finally. What finally. One, what one was that? That was I the, did not that catch was the, the name. Killer, that was the killer lamprey eels, wasn't it? Blood Lake or something uh, like that. I missed the title because I was trying to run to my phone to take a note on it so I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> And then there was the Hercules one, which, which I thought looks was awesome. Fantastic. And I'd also heard, I've, I'd heard of it because I'm like, oh, Hercules, we're doing that again. I look, I'm like, holy fuck, that's John Morrison. He's a wrestler. Oh, really? <laughs> he actually, yeah. He was on Tough Enough, the reality show, where WWE did a reality show on MTV to find new superstars. Yeah, where they were looking for new talent and stuff. And I, I'm pretty sure none of the people who actually won that are involved anymore, but a lot of, of the runners not. up, like The Miz, he's one of the biggest superstars in the world, and he started on The Real World, actually. He's the awesome guy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then John Morrison was on that. I think I can't remember if he was on the same season, but he was there. So I'm like, that's fucking John Morrison. I heard he was doing a movie like that. Like huh. I heard he had done it. But yeah, wow. the, the trailers had me. I, I I even made a note about it. The trailers totally got me in a mood, mood to just do an all day cheese fest. What was that one Bermuda? I it like Bermuda tentacles. Bermuda but it, like, tentacles. It was yes. really dramatic about how Bermuda it revealed the title because <laughs> it went Bermuda. I'm like, okay, that makes oh, tentacles. Oh, Bermuda <laughs> tentacles. Right on. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're doing that. <laughs> that was awesome. And yeah, some until, of those... Until the trailers became sex comedies. Right? I said the same thing. I'm I was like, like okay, I'm I way just, less interested now. Interest now. So we're, we're Alpha House, so we're doing Animal House. Yeah. Just not like, okay, as good. Yeah, so shitty Animal House. Which I don't like Animal House anyways, so we're doing another one. <laughs> like, it's literally Animal House, because he even does the Alpha House thing. Yeah. yeah nope. It's, it's... I haven't seen such a shameless ripoff by anybody <laughs> except The Asylum. I still kind of want to watch one of their sex comedies just to see what happens i'll tell you what which one of those i legit want to watch is the all-girl action movie oh with, yeah with uh what's her name the 
the gal Tarantino loves a bunch of women that I didn't recognize because I wasn't paying attention at the time. She's she's a she's a Kiwi stunt woman. She she did Uma Thurman stunts and Kill Bill, oh. and she start she she co-starred in Death Proof. Okay, she was in Death Proof. Okay, yeah. I thought and she, and she was in uh, Hateful Eight. Oh, a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. Just a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. Yeah, if you want <laughs> it inside you and you like it where you poo, then a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. So what's the first thing we see? Kelly Osborne fucking as a stewardess. <laughs> Her as a reference has aged hard. <laughs> and I put there was a tornado full of sharks not a year ago, right? And they're just quietly. I just like they're they're just quietly on a plane after all the shit went down. And then and then somebody comes up to Tara Reid and says, "Hey," or no, they come up to Finn and they're like, "Hey, man, give me your autograph." He's like, "I didn't write that fucking." book she did and i'm like tara reed has never read a fucking book <laughs> let alone written a whole book <laughs> i'm surprised she can even act and do scripted lines honestly she's probably not as dumb as she comes off as being you know but it's still tara reed i think part of the problem is a she's not a very good actress and b she's botoxed herself into the point where emotion just kind of looks like she's high on cough syrup her trying to <laughs> emote just comes off as high on cough syrup so this fucking scene this whole scene by the way lasted for 12 minutes and it is so fucking packed you do not get time to breathe for that whole first 12 ish minutes again i i watched the commentary just for the opening scene <laughs> and the director said he he really expected sci-fi to be like no you got to cut it down to five yeah and he was like <laughs> and he was so excited that they let him keep it at 12 because it it, it really is just it is a cameo it fest. doesn't dr- it That's... doesn't drag <laughs> no you can't you can never watch it and say no man it's just dragging like you got to trim this or you got to cut that because everything's everything in that whole scene is good i was very surprised at how like oh this movie's 90 minutes it's gonna fucking take forever and it's almost over I'm like, holy shit. Speaking of what a cameo fest the opening scene is, I love that they got Robert Hayes, the captain and star of Airplane. Oh, yeah. See, you go Airplane, I go Homeward Bound. <laughs> no, but the, but he's the pilot of the Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> and they even titled Sharknado, Sharknado 2, the next one, which is immediately reminiscent to me of Airplane 2, the sequel. Yeah, I, I did not put that together, actually. I'm just like the dad from Homeward Bound and fucking Mary Jane from Half. <laughs> baked or the pilots and she's in the craft of course yeah exactly i think of her from the craft that was immediately where my mind went although i have seen half baked half baked at least two or three times i i like the craft a little better but that's just because you know i'm not a stoner and, and she's <laughs> aged really well yeah Holy no shit, shit. has it's she been, aged at all it's been what 25 almost 25 yeah. years since the craft she looks like she's maybe three to five years older yep and who, who else is there fucking will wheaton by the way credited as dead passenger yes which he <laughs> yes. wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and the cameos just kept fucking coming too and i'm just like jesus christ oh, guys. Fuck. there uh there was kelly oh not kelly osborne I mean, we already kelly went ripa Kel- no there was kelly yeah there were a the bunch woman of in people the, the woman in the bathroom who got her head bitten off i can't remember kelly oxford that's yeah. her name she's all i kelly said oxford. was she's... so much for the hot chick on the toilet because she got her head yeah. bitten off by <laughs> she's a hot chick from twitter i can't remember what she's done she she wrote something that was very successful and she's really funny on twitter more women thinking they can write shit <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure she was involved in like a scandal with, with like uh, some celebrity. I can't remember exactly who ripping off her tweets, like to the point <laughs> where to the point where she was able to sue him because it was like someone like collated them together by timestamp. And it was like a five minute delay. She would tweet out a really funny tweet. And then this person would tweet out the word for word, same tweet. You can sue people for that now. I don't oh. know if she actually sued him. I, I can't remember, but it was pretty shameless god twitter the internet fucking sucks the internet does oh suck god so. but I, it, I also love it it's also wonderful yeah though. it's the worst and best thing that's ever happened to the world i think and it's the only way i can come that's that's another episode <laughs> So after we get a million fucking cameos and oh. he sees like a light, a, a shark shaped lightning bolt or whatever. <laughs> now, did he? Okay. So by the time we get to the end of the scene, we know that shit's happening. The Sharknado's coming. But did a shark actually hit the wing and nobody fucking noticed? But except for him. Except for him. Well, of course, except for him. But I'm like, um. Well, it, it was, it was, it was very obviously a Twilight Zone reference. That's what I fucking thought that the, the second that happened. Yeah. It, no, it was, it was very obviously a Twilight Zone. It was not the most famous Twilight Zone episode ever. 
Like even I got it, and I've never watched fucking Twilight Zone. No, that that is the most famous. That is the most famous Twilight Zone episode ever. But yeah, then we get that big line: "It's happening again," <laughs> which it literally is happening again. You yes, know what? It though? Is. I think yes, this movie's better than the first one. Oh, I completely agree. This movie did everything that I want a sequel to do. It ramped it up. It was more exciting. It told a new story in a new place with new people. It introduced. It escalated fucking everything. <laughs> Now, uh, you we see the sharks, right? Everything starts fucking kind of going down. We're like, oh shit, and everybody starts getting their heads bit off because the sharks are, they're there now. But mm-hmm. it was like Final Destination, but with sharks. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I, I swore to God he was going to wake up and it was going to be a fucking dream. <laughs> it just seemed like it was going in that direction. It was, it Maybe was, that's how Sharknado 3 starts. I've never seen Sharknado I haven't, 3. I haven't watched it yet. I, I've owned it for a long time and I just I want to watch it with somebody and I, I just haven't found... Nope, none of my kids won't watch it with me. I bought the first three before we recorded our first episode. They are completely worth having. Because, by the way, Shark, the first Sharknado movie was our first episode. Yes, it was. You may not remember that because you haven't been listening that long, have you? you piece of shit i just love abusing our fan me too the one the the tiny handful of people who are willing to (laughs) even aware of us yet let alone willing to listen to us and i'm I'm like hey how about i shit on them they might as well be named mcmurray because they're all pieces of shit (laughs) (laughs) okay now now you've just alienated the last of them because they're like what the fuck are they talking about so hey this is my first mighty ducks reference no it's not well my first actual mighty ducks reference that i got when i was watching the movie oh okay because the pilots are dead they both get like sucked out of the fucking plane because the window breaks and he's trying to save her a shark shattered the window (laughs) and bit her head off well (laughs) clamped onto her head and he was trying to pull her out of its mouth but they got sucked out of the plane there we go which was pretty glorious because you expect him to do the thing that they did in the first movie and him to pull the legs out and no head and no head you know but they didn't instead he got sucked out too so it was it was pretty awesome then you know of course finn has to go and fly the fucking plane because he's the goddamn hero naturally and i made the joke the duck has to fly the plane because (laughs) because now every time he talks i swear to god all i hear is it's wild wing holy fuck now now so weird (laughs) now let me throw let me throw one in from the commentary track again and i'm not going to be doing this the whole episode but for this one particular one they said yeah we actually we actually thought out the question of why is finn able to fly the plane okay okay good Tell me, because... Because his son was a pilot. Oh, yeah. And after the first Sharknado, he had his son teach him in case he needed to know. Speaking of that kind of stuff, we're dealing with PTSD in our cheesy asylum movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's clearly dealing with some PTSD. Which you would. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, do we need that? (laughs) But we're dealing with it in the most, in the worst way possible, which is like the cure for PTSD, more trauma. Get him back out there. Redeploy. Yeah, we're still in the first 12 minutes of this fucking movie, by the way, because so much shit happens. So he, he's flying oh, the plane and... No, no. Look. Before we get to that point, before we get to that, before we you get know to what him I'm flying about, the plane, okay. as soon as... All right. I know this makes me a bad person. I don't hate children. I don't. I, I actually like children. <laughs> when I get to know them on a personal level, I like them. <laughs> When I when when I actually interact with them, I like them. But this is the headspace Sharknado puts me in because as soon as those two kids start talking, as soon as they start talking, hey, look, look out there, what was that? I'm just like, God, I hope they go first. They don't go at all, do they? No, they they do not. They make it all the way to the ground, and I was like, (laughs) fuck. I know. I, I, yeah, I... And that's the headspace Sharknado puts me in. Well, that's because those kids are fucking annoying. They were fucking annoying. Oh, my God. You know what else is annoying? Hearing Tara, Tara Reed fucking scream. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And it just, it is over the whole, it's like five minutes of yes, just her yeah. screaming and shrieking and her terror reedy weird That's true. She's got a stuff. Have you seen the movie Blowout where the setup of the movie is he is uh, John, oh my God, <laughs> staying alive. John Travolta? John Travolta is a sound engineer for movies and he's looking to replace the scream of the main actress in a horror movie. <laughs> and like, that's sort of like the catalyst for this movie He's he is him recording the sound and looking for for this scream and that was all i could think about is i was like how the fuck did they not bring a scream double in for this because she's terrible at that yeah (laughs) she's just awful at screaming like you think a scream is grating enough but no apparently it is not (laughs) 
<laughs> I do like though that you use staying alive as the John Travolta <laughs> thing instead of instead of the much more famous movie Saturday Night Fever, which which Staying Alive is a sequel to, and it's also directed by Sylvester Stallone. By yes, the way, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And apparently, it is fucking awful in that fun kind of. Or no, no, no. It wasn't it directed by Frank Stallone. No, it, no, it was directed by Sylvester Stallone. Maybe Frank Stallone just has a prominent role in it. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think they let Frank Stallone behind a camera. No, Frank Stallone was involved <laughs> in it somehow. I, I remember I, Frank sure. Stallone's he, name coming. He up. just kind of follows his brother everywhere. Speaking of Rollerblade Seven. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's your rocky reference by the way if we do rollerblade seven <laughs> just just frank just stallone, frank stallone. <laughs> and frank stallone's in this movie for 12 seconds he cashed a thousand dollar paycheck to yeah what the fuck show up oh we're, now we're talking about rollerblade seven which which is its own kind of delightful nightmare <laughs> but we're getting sidetracked from the glory that is sharknado 2 yes the second one tara reed gets her hand bit off by a shark because she's shooting it right I off think. the bat is she is she shooting it with a gun yes, at that point is. okay the air marshal throws her yes. his gun which is totally air marshal procedure you know that that's in the handbook she wrote the fucking sharknado book so he's just like yeah she's got it she's an expert that is one thing that bugged me i'm like he just happened to be involved in this why does everybody just be like hey man save us save us from this thing (laughs) what's really great to me is how about like five or ten minutes after they hit the ground i can't remember exactly how long it is tara reed has this moment where she's like that shark was coming after me i was shooting it and it kept coming it's like it knew me and then we never get that thread brought up again don't we well yeah no we don't no but the shark does circle around again i think but that shark does circle around again <laughs> yes do you should we just mention that now or because we're both gonna forget by the end probably. <laughs> we probably are hey uh remember the first movie where he found the shark that happened to have the chick in it well lightning strikes <laughs> twice folks because right as they're right <sighs> as they're about to about to die he sees that the shark next to them has something sticking out of its mouth and he reaches in and it's her fucking hand and holding the gun and he pulls it out and uses the gun with her hand he doesn't pull the hand off by the way uses the gun to shoot the shark that's coming after them through the air this movie is fucking awesome oh guess what it's her hand and it then, is her hand and yes. then he reproposes to her with the bloody gross yes he pulls ring. he pulls the ring <laughs> off the severed hand tosses the hand and says not gonna need that anymore <laughs> Yeah, not going to need that anymore. And I'm I'm laughing at this point because that was so fucking... You know what made me laugh more? What happens right before that? But I, I, I'll i save that one for later. Okay, yeah, save that for when we wow. come around to it. Fucking. Okay, sorry. Circling back. Okay, where were we? Yeah, but uh, before the sharks know who they were, we, we see Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer. And again, more just more cameos. And they're just talking about, oh, hey, there's a Sharknado coming. That's got to be part of the drinking game. Because I, I was saying earlier, that's got to be part of the drinking game, though, is, you know, like like you you take a, a swig of beer every time you see a pointless cameo but you got to take a shot every time a, every time a sex offender comes up that's like that's fucking what i was gonna say <laughs> oh man i'm like oh we got matt lauer fuck that guy we got jared fogel fuck him too we got andy dick i think he's just on drugs but that's that's fine andy dick is a walking sexual assault is that, he? that man like that man has to be sexually assaulting everyone he, i mean he looks like he's sexually assaulting finn when he's talking to him <laughs> Kinda. I, I'm glad you mentioned that, so I didn't have to. <laughs> Who's Tara Reed's doctor? Billy Ray, motherfucking <laughs> Cyrus. So, like, you, you know, you know how I said that Tara Reed never read a book. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same for Billy Ray Cyrus. Are you telling me he didn't come off as credible as, as a man who graduated medical school with a PhD? I'm going to say absolutely not. I would buy Miley as a doctor before I'd buy him as a doctor. Maybe even his son who was in that band uh, Metro Station. I am not aware. Shake, 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 shake it. I don't remember the song. That's all I remember. You lost me. <laughs> Oh, here's a here's a musical reference you might get. So we uh, at what point does this happen? We meet so a- after the hospital and and now f- what is Finn doing? Finn has to go to the ballpark. Oh, to, that's right. To get find his sister's husband and son. Who <laughs> the sister's husband is played by Mark McGrath, and they used to be best friends. Mark McGrath, who who <sighs> Mark McGrath. I, all I could think when he first <laughs> popped up on screen is I thought you know Mark McGrath. He speaking of sex offenders, even if he was the nicest guy, I, I don't know that he's a sex offender. Let me let me. Me be clear about that but he was he did take part in that in that porno movie 
about rock stars where they went back when they went behind the scenes with rock stars and oh. filmed groupies and stuff doing sex acts for rock stars i hope they signed a waiver and mark mcgrath was in that nice we need to i need, I need more info on that one <laughs> so <laughs> i do, so i don't know that he's a sex offender in the strictest sense but he looks like he fucking is like he could be the nicest guy in the world and he just looks like a douchebag like no matter what he's doing he looks like a douchebag yeah uh, yeah i'm not a fan and i'm like well and his, his, the chick who plays his wife is kind of hot oh how, how god carrie were is the hottest shit in the world man like oh god i've had a boner for her ever <laughs> since i was like 13 yeah I, I like her but now we're getting to we're meeting and even though she's she's got had too much plastic surgery at this point she could still have me if she wanted to mark mcgrath and his son are going to the ball game and he's like oh, weather warning it's fine because you know the sharknado hasn't quite hit yet no it, when they left they didn't know it was going to be a sharknado oh that's true they're yeah uh and then the daughter and the mom go they're gonna go to the statue of liberty that's, that's right right but, yep. but who do they meet i don't know who that other chick was but they hang out with peppa from salt and peppa man the whole movie i was thinking is that salt or peppa i don't know peppa but then in the credits it's <laughs> it's peppa they're at the ballpark right we see mark mcgrath and his friends and vivica a fox who is also hot still yes except i have an issue with the outfit that she was wearing camo fucking leggings yeah that was not that was not a terribly flattering outfit i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie she's keeping she's keeping it tight but yeah the uh <laughs> the the outfit was not doing her any favors but the dorky friend he's in line and i don't remember what this guy's name is but he's in all sorts of shooter shit. friedlander and then he, he meets the the guy who's a baseball legend or whatever what's that guy's name i can't I that, can't, that's the guy's I can't name remember i remember the actor's remember, name but he it's, is all over the place yeah he's he's in tons of shit he's not the kid who played fred savage's dad in wonder years but he's no. the guy who <laughs> looks like fred savage's dad in wonder years <laughs> we get like two minutes of an inspirational sports story like the origin no it's not an inspirational, inspirational sports, story. sports story it's a fucking depressing no no that, that's what i mean we get the that's the first act oh and then, okay and All then right, you go yeah. and then that's that's the redemption arc there that is the most pointless scene in the entire movie Kinda, it does sort of come back around when he grabs the bat when the sh- the the, the, you know, the stadium has emptied out because the sharks are raining down now, and he does oh. finally hit a home run in that ballpark. Indeed, he does, but that's not why it's the most pointless scene in the movie. It's the most pointless scene in the movie because he's a cameo character, and we get more of a story arc out of him <laughs> than we do out of Vivica A. Fox, who is one of the stars of the movie. Yes. Yep, she's also a badass, though, so I yeah. think... Well, that, yeah, no, okay. in fairness, she is. So now Finn has to go rescue his friend and his friends at the ballpark, and I noticed that the music cue was so fucking weird when he's running through the thing. Like, we get the inspirational sports plot set up, and then we get that yes. weird, happy, bouncy music cue when he's running to rescue his friends from the pending Sharknado. <laughs> at this point, all I could think about was how pointless that conversation between... <laughs> Judah Friedlander and the baseball guy. I think his last name is like Happy or something like that. I was just like reeling from that. I was like, what the fuck was that even about? It just, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn sense for the listening audience. It, it, it's like a five minute scene with Judah Friedlander talking to this guy who he spots in line, who's a baseball player. And here's how it starts. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking reenact it for the listeners. All right. Judah Friedlander notices a baseball player in line waiting for a hot dog with like any other normal schlub and they're at a Mets game and he's a former Met and apparently he's a very good one he's he's famous he's, he was like an all-star or something like that and Judah Friedlander apparently is his biggest fan in this movie because he's, he quotes all his statistics back to him and then he and then he goes why are you waiting in line here for a hot dog you should be up in the premium suites getting that free those free hot dogs and all blah 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 and then he goes you know what because this is how that guy talks he talks like this he goes you know what I'll tell you a story and then he proceeds to tell this story about his final game and how his father showed up and was sitting right behind the dugout and he struck out at bat and all he wanted to do was hit a home run for his dad and then the end and he turns around to buy his hot dog he didn't have fucking even address the question of why he was down there buying a hot dog he just told this utterly pointless story that's there strictly to set up the scene five minutes later two minutes later when he hits the shark into the into the scoreboard and 
he's a nobody character. He never comes up again. He affects the main characters in no way other than having a conversation with Judah Friedlander, who is not a main character, who is shark fodder. He's the he's the fun character who gets killed. Yes. Yep. So needless to say, yeah. I wasn't picking up on music cues after okay. that. Okay. I was Sorry. reeling from the logic <laughs> of the filmmaking. Well, it's the asylum, so logic. I know. I know I shouldn't. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be thinking about that shit. You know what the other thing that really irritates the fuck out of me about this movie? Aside from that, that like there's two things in this movie that irritate the fuck out of me. There's that, that one scene, and then there's Tara Reed's saw hand, which is fucking awesome. You weren't supposed to bring that up yet. I know. Oh, I know. But here's the thing. I, I'm on a, I'm on a jag right now, and you're just going to have to bear with me. Here's the thing. When the saw hand comes out, that is a fucking awesome moment. I mean, I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, you know, and, and they're clearly pulling an Ash reference, and that's awesome. She makes a saw for her hand, and then she slices a shark open with it, and I'm like, fuck yeah. And then it comes to a stop, and the fucking blade's on backwards, and it's yep. spinning the wrong way. You could literally reach out and touch that, and yes, it would cut your hand, but only because metal spinning that fast <laughs> will pierce through flesh, not because the saw blades are doing fucking anything. And like I said it's so fucking stupid that i even care because at that <laughs> at that point to nitpick some shit like that after everything that's gone on up to that point is the most moronic <laughs> thing in the world and i am an idiot for even having the thought i feel like, there you are do you think they did it on purpose probably just to piss people off. i'll bet if i watch i'll bet if i watch the commentary they address it and they're like oh yeah no the, the special effects guys did it and i just was like eh, who cares let it piss off the ocds or somebody fucked up and they're like oh fuck we don't have enough money to go back and fix this special effects guys don't know how saws work so i also need to bring up the taser scene you know <laughs> so i have a very good question hit me that shark is on top of that woman biting her face off and hot mom grabs a taser and pokes the shark with it would that not also because of the contact would that not also electrocute the lady who is yes it fucking would but i feel like it didn't yeah i, I feel like she was dead from getting her face ripped off she was still alive when they pulled the shark off of her <laughs> but she was clearly she was clearly bleeding out yeah at that point that like they don't really mention it she's just like oh she's dead and then the next thing you know they're just kind of it's it's peppa hot mom and daughter and they're just kind of gone not well, even yeah they got to deal with their ptsd <laughs> later they can't deal with it now they got to deal with it during the next sharknado <laughs> and now mark mcgrath and finn and the kid and the the funny guy and Vivica A. Fox that are all on the fucking train too, right? Trying to get away. And my first thought was it's flooding. Probably not the best idea to be on a train right now. Yeah. Like that underground, a train that goes immediately <laughs> underground, which maybe. there is a lot of that too. It's like, Oh, wait down here. It's like, shouldn't we go up? Nope. Wait down here. It's fine. Wait down here. Just stay away from the windows. <laughs> yeah. Wait down on the ground yeah, floor. Don't go up to the sixth floor and get in the center of the building where you've got multiple walls between you and the outside world. Don't do that. No, wait in the lobby. <laughs> During the flood. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine. It'll be fine. You're good. The thing that distracted me was was I was thinking, boy, I bet Mark McGrath's character is really glad that he's <laughs> defended from above by that by that razor sharp nineties hair. <laughs> he does look a little like Ethan Hawk, doesn't he? <laughs> Like Ethan Hawke if Ethan Hawke did more drugs and wore pasty white makeup. And wasn't so method. If he was more method about getting high and screwing groupies. Oh, hey, by the way, the subway, the train has Jared from Subway on it. In the subway. And in front of a sign for Subway. Eating Subway. And looking at a guy and going, hey, man, you should have eat fresh. You should eat fresh or some shit, Denise. <laughs> yeah. But there was also another line. Apparently, the, the train is not going quite as fast as they feel like it should be. Did I hear this correctly? The funny guy, the goofy guy who's going to get eaten by a shark in a second? Did, Freelander. did he not say maybe a hipster fell on the tracks <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said maybe a hipster fell on the tracks i don't know they're light <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, the train was a little bit late, so like it didn't get derailed. It just got slowed down. <laughs> okay. So maybe it, maybe right. it was a hipster. And I am I am appreciating that now because the one thing happened in in California. Now everybody's just using the term Sharknado like it's everyday every an everyday occurrence. That Sharknado is just a thing, and everybody they're scared of it, but they're pretty okay with. it. I'll say this: I did love how Matt Lauer was like refusing to say Sharknado. <laughs> Until finally, he's, he's you, like, you saw this, that. Yeah. This shark tornado, it's called a sharknado, Matt. This shark tornado. <laughs> 
He finally says it begrudgingly later and, on. And you can just see him die a little inside as he says it. Because I'm Matt Lauer. I'm too cool for this shit. Yeah. Fuck Matt Lauer. <laughs> also, fuck Jared from Subway. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people have now. Oh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you get put in prison for lot, child porn. A lot, lot of big old unlubed prison dicks. Footlongs. Mm-hmm. Costs more than $5, though. <laughs> Double meat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joking about prison rape is part of rape culture. Yeah, but, you know, Jared from Subway, fuck him. Hard. I'm, I'm, yeah. If it's got to happen to somebody. I don't don't feel the least bit guilty about joking (laughs) about Jared from Subway getting it up the ass. Not really. Against his will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I try to be a good feminist. I really do. I try to be on board with the feminist movement, and I totally am (laughs) 99.99% of the time. But on this one, I'm sorry. Jared Fogle getting double donged. And and then making a comment about double meat that is goddamn hilarious. And if you don't think so, you you, you need to rethink your life. Y'all motherfuckers need Satan. <laughs> <laughs> throw that one out there. Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on board with that. By the way, hey, guess who else shows up in this movie? Biz Marquee, man, and he's his name is Vinny, and he owns a pizza parlor and. This is the first scene that really made me laugh because, okay, well, we're skipping over a few things. Yeah, the train breaks, blah, 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 and then they have to go around town fucking finding weapons because they find... Driven by a taxi driver yes. who starred in the TV show Taxi. And that is, <laughs> that's the one pointless cameo that I don't think is pointless because he is a taxi driver and he was the star. He was a star in Taxi. And he's also the best character in the movie. He is. He's fantastic. He makes me happy. They're driving around. Oh, we need to go to a hardware store. Uh, this is New York. There are no hardware stores. You got you gotta get a gun. You gotta go to Jersey yeah. for that. No, don't go to Jersey. You don't want to go to Jersey. There's no, there's no gun stores. There's no hardware stores. I'm like, fuck, New York's not that lost. What the hell? <laughs> but then later on, we see that everybody in in the whole fucking city has piles of guns and <laughs> random weapons in the backs of their cars. Yeah. Once the Sharknado, once they've destroyed the Sharknado and the sharks are falling to earth, everyone's <laughs> grabbing weapons, and this dude just yanks a blanket out of his trunk that is covering a fucking arsenal that would make an NRA member jizz in their jeans in their adventures here finn goes to that pizza parlor that is owned by bismarcky whose name is Vinny. i totally want to go to a pizza parlor owned by Biz. oh fuck yeah fuck yeah I'm, I'm into it the only issue he didn't beatbox but he's like no uh we're closed go go home you know i can't <laughs> he doesn't want to give him anything because all he's asking for stuff he is asking for stuff things and then what happens a fucking shark flies into the fucking restaurant and bismarcky what does he do he takes a knife and like stabs it or some shit yes he does and then and then finn fucking <laughs> beats it away knocks yeah, it away finn, with no. a pizza paddle yeah, he grabs the pizza he grabs the pizza paddle <laughs> baseball bats it into the pizza stove and Bismarcky sh- throws the door shut and goes take, <laughs> take whatever, whatever you, you want, want. <laughs> and it sounds like we're skipping a lot but we're we're trying to keep up with the pace of the movie I it's think. so frank it's so frenetic it's just go 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 so go. if we do miss something it's not my fucking fault it's really hard we, to keep up i'm sure we've missed a ton of shit i mean we barely touched on the taxi guy and you know like at this point they've <sighs> They've made it. They made it to the pizza sh- shop. We didn't even. We didn't even deal with you know the Times Square reference and all. The, can't find it. Hey, you can't find it. You literally just said there's no fucking gun stores and there's no hardware stores. If you can't find it <laughs> yeah. here, you can't find it anywhere. I can find that shit almost anywhere in America, apparently, except Times Square. <laughs> that did not make any fucking sense. That whole thing about not being able to find that shit in the middle of New York doesn't make any sense. Speaking of which, this movie. And, and I'll say this, you know, like I get that they wanted the cooperation of New York City, so that's probably part of it. But yeah. boy, this movie is a New York circle jerk if ever there was one. <laughs> I mean, really wow, is. you would think it was about 9-11. It is so like jizzing in its pants about how fucking great New York is. You remember that scene in the first Spider-Man movie where you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, right? And they all start fucking with the Green Goblin because he's trying to kill Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's like that, only, only the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. That first scene that that delightful first scene ends with a shark hitting the hitting the windshield of the plane and Ian Ziering going welcome to New York right I forgot about that that's right <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> 
they all have their missions. Mark McGrath and his kid, they get, they're supposed to get what? Propane? And they can't find propane, so they get a shitload of lighter fluid. <laughs> and super soakers. And super soakers. Which we will come back to. Yes, we will. Because holy shit, that's a great idea. I want to throw a disclaimer on here for any children that are listening. That's a great idea until you're shooting things that are running around because things that are on fire don't die right away. Just burn your mom's house down when she's at work. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Just make sure the ca- make sure the cats and the dogs are out of the house. Exactly. You don't shoot living animals with a blowtorch or a flamethrower because they keep running after you shoot them. And we love our animals. And that's in you spread that how you spread the fire into unwanted places. You want the fire to go where you want the fire to go. Now, Set. if your target is restrained and can't move, yes, use the flamethrower on them. I'm not trying to stop you from having fun on a Saturday night. So what, what we're saying is set your little brother on fire. Once you've tied him up. Once you've tied him, yeah, tie, tie him down. Make sure he can't move. There you go. Maybe we should not. Be Maybe we should go ahead and say that we're joking. Like, like we are joking about that. Are we? <laughs> I'm okay with decreasing the population a little bit. I'm fine with decreasing the population. I'm not fine with... I, I'm not fine with getting sued for it. That'd <laughs> be fucked up. Hey, we'd get a lot of recognition from that. That's true. Podcast nobody listens to. Apparently one kid listened to it and fucking set his house on fire. <laughs> We're also missing the part where Vivica A. Fox lays one on Finn oh, real quick. Oh, God, yeah, we just breezed over we that, did. didn't we? Because I, I want to I come back to the, the kid and all that shit. But she was very presumptuous about, you know, he just shows up and she's like, I wanna, I'm want i going to give you something I forgot to give you. He's like, what? And she kisses him. And then he's like, nope, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fuck Tara Reid instead. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> Especially now because she doesn't have a hand. She's missing a fucking hand. So everybody else has baseball bats and other fucking shit. So what does Finn get? Mr. Hero. Mr. Knight in Shining Armor. What does he get? A, a fucking, fucking sword. sword. <laughs> because apparently you can find weapons in New York. They're just not loaded. They're all fucking made out of metal. I will say that I, I thought it was delightful that Judah Friedlander took the comically huge the baseball huge bat. bat <laughs> which he never got to use really, except he like popped it on that fucking shark's head. Yeah, he never got he to got... swing it. Yeah. He, he, he just jabbed with it. That was a wasted opportunity. But fuck that guy. He's dead at this point. Yes, he is. A shark decided to eat his ass literally literally, literally his ass. quite literally his ass but right before they go off to their weird little they split up and do with their you know go do their go to their missions or whatever vivica a fox kisses the the kid he she she gives him a little he gets a little action he's a fucking dork so i'm sure that's the first time he's ever been touched by a woman you see that fucking kid she kisses him on the cheek i kiss my niece that way he liked it oh he totally liked it <laughs> so would you uh yeah. Oh, and now now we get the scene where the fun cab driver fucking bites the dust because now what what happens? The fucking town starts flooding all of a sudden in Times Square. It floods the exact height of a taxi cab's roof or yes. uh, uh, hood. Excuse me. And where the fuck did he pull that rope from? Was that just sitting like on top of the gas pedal or something? He said, I got a tow rope. And then he reached down directly beneath himself, which is, you don't want rope floating around down by the gas pedal. Like, what yeah, the fuck? I, I, I mean, I, uh, uh, all right. In fairness, they could they could probably say, well, he, he had it under the seat. That's what I was kind of thinking, but it didn't look like he grabbed it from under no, the seat. No, it looks like he just, it looks like he had it like down between his legs and just pulled it up. <laughs> He didn't lean. He didn't yeah. reach. There was no, ah. And then a guy his age, everything is, ah. It reminds me of my grandma Joanna in this movie, which, who, I love my grandma Joanna. She's fucking hilarious. I'm glad you like your grandparents. Mine are all fucking awful. <laughs> I can say that because they don't listen. That's true. I don't think any of them I know how to use say, the internet. I could probably say anything I want about my grandparents on this podcast, and they would never know. Except I'm actually serious. They fucking suck. They're using the rope. And was it on like a fucking stoplight or something? Something like that. Yeah, like a street light or something. And they're swinging across because there's a car like a ways away. They, they can see it. And they no, can... no, it's stairs. They're stairs. swinging to stairs? stairs. Am I fucking that crazy right now? No, no, you're, you're not crazy because it seemed like they should have been swinging to a car. But there is a line where he goes, we need to get to those stairs. Oh, okay, okay. I believe you. They swing to the stairs. Because if they were just swinging to a car, then it's like, well, then they just run off. Like, apparently that car was like where the sharks stopped hunting them or some shit It's like next that. to the stairs. <laughs> I guess. So, I don't know why they don't just go one at a time. I know it would probably take too long for the movie. But, like, Vivica A. Fox and the kid, they both go at the same time. Double it up. And I, I thought that was when the rope was going to break. You'd but, think that, wouldn't you? But no. No, they made it across fine. They made it across just fine but guess who guess guess what does happen mr cab driver 
fucking bites the dust right here because he tries to swings over there but he doesn't make it and he mr gets... malcolm mr ian malcolm's father that guy just can't catch a break can he gets eaten by the shark but now holy fuck wild wing <gasps> is all by himself on the car and he doesn't have a rope how's he gonna get there i don't know you ever heard of frogger fucking frogger and then he he does that and i'm then like he le- then he leaps on the backs <laughs> of sharks and i'm just like why am i nitpicking about <laughs> the saw okay. blade why do i care about baseball man because and then what w- what happens <laughs> when he gets over there mark mcgrath looks at him and goes guess what you just did <laughs> jump the shark <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie's stupid. Which, again, very New York thing to say. We apparently have time for, like, an ill-timed bit of that romantic subplot that's going on. They're taking the elevator. It's a long elevator. <sighs> it is a skyscraper. Let's not forget that. He's going to marry Tara Reed, who he's already been divorced from. Yeah, but you, apparently know, you know where that surfing. shit's going. Wrong choice, sir. As much as it pains me to say it, every choice in this movie was the wrong choice. <laughs> Vivica A. Fox would have been the wrong choice, too, because she's holding on to some shit from fucking high school. That is true. You know what? I didn't even think about that, but yeah, she's she's the textbook person that I'd be like. Fuck don't get me that. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I totally want to nail her, but no, you don't want to marry that. I don't want to marry anything. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to marry the girl who's still hung up on the guy from high school, even if that guy's you. Yeah, no, marriage is for chumps. Sorry, sir. <laughs> My dad's like, "Are you sure? Are you sure she doesn't want to get married?" I'm like, "Yeah, we've talked about this. It's it, we're good." I don't know. Okay. You know, I think I think for me, it's I think for me, it's really going to depend on the person. I think it's really going to depend on the situation because I think I could be talked into a lot of stuff. I know you could. Don't don't I, be I talked, could be into, talked it. into marriage. I could probably be talked into by the right person, and and she would have to be young. Like I would have to be robbing the cradle a little bit, but I could be talked into having another kid if the conversation is having a little attentions paid to your butts hole then that's okay <laughs> but no don't do it man no don't i know it. i know philosophically intellectually in the abstract i know but i know myself i know that when i get in this situation if i'm with a woman and i'm in love then i get a little stupid well if it ever if it ever comes to that talk to me first because you're the guy i go to for advice on how to do it right for that you should because i'll be like no no it's a terrible fucking choice no no and you're like but but no but no she's a no i love the way you say that like i'm a like i'm a bad puppy and you're scolding me. i will get a fucking newspaper have, and roll it up and hit you th- on the that has to be how you talk to Topper when when he's being bad. It is. <laughs> Actually, I tell him to go fuck himself a lot. <laughs> well, you tell me that too. So. I do. I love my dog, man. He's so cute. Anyways, so the mother and daughter, and because I don't, I don't know their fucking names. Mark McGrath and the weird-looking kid. They finally get reunited in the lobby of the hotel around the time that it, that everything's fucking flooding because you know that again. That's where you want to wait. And then Finn's like, "I'm gonna get to the roof." Ah. But then, do you see that guy behind the counter? A why is he still there? But why is everybody still in their respective places of business at this point? No idea. It's probably because they it's were... It's a New York thing. It's got to be a New York thing. It's probably because they were sh- they were shooting in there during business hours and they're like, I don't want to leave. This place still has to be operational. You're not giving us that much money. No, that guy that guy got... That guy was in the credits, so he has, oh, to, was he? Be, he has to actually be somebody. Like, he must be a cameo that we don't know the reference for. He looked very, like, either lonely looked... and sad or very irritated that there were happy people in front of him. Yeah, like, I w- that's what I was going to say he looked like a reality tv star that's my guess if we're taking bets i'd bet on reality tv yeah i don't know who the fuck that guy is we get to the roof and that's where the, isn't that where the yellow no i don't fucking know by the way the movie is kind of almost over at this point we have like a good yeah well at this 30 point minutes at this point i think everything's going so frenetically that i stopped taking notes pretty much after <laughs> with the exception of the thing about Tara reed's hand i think i i think i after jared from subway showed up i stopped taking notes it was it was just like fuck I can't keep up with it. I really want a sandwich now, but yeah. But I'm gonna shove it up his fucking ass. That's why Subway Sorry. paid like six million dollars to get in this movie or whatever the fuck they paid. Well, it worked. Did you notice the name of the toy store that Vivica A. Fox bought all of her shit from? I did not. Yolo be us. <laughs> Yolo B with the letter us. What <laughs> the fuck? Okay, I just I had to point that out because it was really weird so what I she totally missed that <laughs> so what she bought from the toy store i thought it was going to be like a drone or something that they would fly over the tornado and like and drop it the wasn't bombs. it was not that at all it ended up being a sex swing <laughs> repurposed as a slingshot yes, one of those shitty little swing slingshot gi- things one of those giant one, uh, f- the fucking extreme slingshot things yeah and all the all the propane or whatever he actually has making why did he need the the smoke alarm i think the idea was that it was a timer that would set the thing off to blow but it doesn't make any sense yeah they have clocks for that no they don't like that not not for that for keeping time no it does it's completely (laughs) illogical you can't just stick a smoke detector and a 
road flare on a couple of propane <laughs> tanks and expect that shit to blow up. You're it, doing it again. You're doing it again. You can't do that. So, so no. So, so that that's the point I'm trying to make is who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares that that he was sticking smoke detectors? I don't on know. There? I just wanted to know if you if it had like a, an actual I think purpose. The, the idea is that that's what they use as the trigger to set off the explosion, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Doesn't make sense at all because but, he lights the flare. So you got to imagine that that that's what's going to set it yeah, off. Yeah, the flare eventually. is supposed is supposed to ignite the whole thing. Because if you remember from the first movie, they dropped bombs in the tornadoes and they fucking they poofed. They disappeared. They they dissipated the yeah that that the word. Tornadoes. Thank you. So he. He, he's trying to dissipate the Sharknadoes yeah. before they merge to form a super Sharknado. An F5, which, by the way, is Brock Lesnar's finishing move. I went to see wrestling yesterday. It was it was in town, so I have wrestling on the brain. Which is Isn't that also how you pay respect? F5? Or no, it's F. That's right. I don't know. I'm not a PC guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a... I'm a PlayStation guy. Oh, are you talking about video F, game about stuff? F, F that to pay F5. respects. Oh, for on what is that like? On it started out as a Call of Duty thing, I think, oh. and then a lot of games started integrating it. Almost, I think, it was like a joke. Did you ever play the game Broforce? Yes. Broforce yeah. is one of my favorite games, and at the end of the game, after you beat Satan, there's a. <laughs> There's a scene where you're standing at Satan's grave, and the and the and the grave reads 5,000 BC till 2,000 whatever the year the game came out was, and then it's awesome. and then it had an F to pay respects, and you press the button, and he starts pissing on Satan's grave. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I had fun playing that game. That was good. Like it started glitching out, so I had to like oh, undownload it. But no, oh, that game's that game's super awesome. I, I beat the shit out of that game. But I'll have to I'll have to get back into it again. So they fucking speaking of which, there should be a Sharknado expansion for that game. There should yeah, there should be a Sharknado game. I'd be into that. That would be sweet. But so they keep on they they fire one bomb into the thing and it just kind of goes poof and it doesn't work and he's like, all right, let's double them up. So they put two together. And I'm like, wouldn't it be wise just to like strap them all together? Yeah, I, like, why not go big or go yeah, home on this? I know the slingshot in reality won't work, but we're not in reality, are we? We're in Sharknado. <laughs> exactly. Well, they have to they have to merge. It, they had to merge. Yes. So he had to take it slow. He had to take it low and slow and steady Even, as you go. <laughs> eventually, they get to like three or four bombs and then... They top out at four, I think. Okay. And then, <laughs> then they shoot it into the thing and he's like, each time he fires a bomb into there, he's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's very annoying. And that's about what he sounded like. <laughs> but the explosion was too big. It still didn't do anything except make flaming sharks rain down from the sky. That's true. Which is it fucking make, awesome, by the way. It did make flaming sharks rain down from the sky. And then comes the... The frantic escape. Oh yeah, because <laughs> now now the building, duh, it's flooding. So <laughs> so they're up on the t- on the roof trying to avoid the flaming sharks. And the they're on this. Let's keep in mind they're on the sixty fifth floor yes. trying to kill sharks. The next time we meet them, they're on the sixth floor, <laughs> and flaming sharks have chased them all the way what down the, the stairs, yes. all the way down the fire stairs. And because the flooding was kicked off by a shark flying into the central ventilation shaft on the building yes. and puncturing water pipes at the 65th floor. Yeah, I missed that detail. <laughs> and so now it is leaking enough water and in fairness, it shredded the pipes. It, those those pipes ripped I think did one come through open. the window too so the whole the whole floor is flooding now yeah but so it's all but, but the thing is 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 this completely ignores that pressure equalizes with with water you know it's like it's how toilets flush equalizing pressure and so now the building has filled up to the sixth floor yes. with water which has to be pumped by the city all the way up to the 65th floor <laughs> And then drain out. So, you know, like it doesn't exactly make sense that it would be going that fast because those were like what? Like tops. They were like four inch pipes. Tops. You're, do- you're doing Absolutely it again. Absolutely tops. You're doing it again. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I like the line where they're like, what? And they're like, it's flooding. And then he's just like, uh, flaming sharks. So they all run towards <laughs> the water instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part. Of, the best part of this scene is when is when uh, what what did they call the move? They they call oh, it the like, bait and switch. The bait and switch, exactly. The bait and switch, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, go!" And then Mark McGrath. <laughs> now, now keep him. Keep in mind, the, 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 the setup is is that at the bottom of the stairwell, which is flooded, there's a fire axe that they need to get to. So Mark McGrath leads down from the stairs at the shark that is underwater and goes, 
hey, hey, it's me! <laughs> and then immediately dashes back up the stairs while Ian Ziering leaps into the water. From the exact same position, mind you. <laughs> and he gets the axe, and he fucking shoves it into the shark's head. Yes, he Which does. is awesome. Which is fantastic. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and then and then they finally they go through the stupid door. Oh, because he needed the axe to fucking to, open to this open door. The door, the yeah. fire door, which was which was locked on the sixth floor. And then he gets the door open and he throws the fucking axe away. Yeah, he chucks the axe at the shark. What the fuck? Because God forbid, I mean, there's no way it could possibly come in useful later. Well, the level was over, and you know you always start new levels with no weapons. Precisely. How is this not a fucking video game? <laughs> Totally should be. Oh, God. If, if there's a developer out there looking for a hot property, because you've got name recognition. I mean, developers yeah. are always looking for name recognition. And this is so fucking dumb, you could have so much fun making a game like this. Oh, absolutely. And it could be, it's a video game, so it could be wacky. It could be like Dead Rising, but with sharks. And Spider-Man and other video games have already taken care of the VR build of New York. Oh, fuck yeah. So I know, it's I'm not looking... like It's not like yeah. you have to completely rebuild New York in-game. You don't. That shit already exists. Assuming Insomniac goes, yeah, you can you can use our fucking engine for that. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, everybody will license their shit out yeah, maybe. for a fee. I believe you. And Sharknado's got name recognition, man. It's going to be a blockbuster. Insomniac should make the Sharknado Ins- game. Yes. Fucking Insomniac should make the Sharknado game because I'm playing the shit out of Spider-Man right now. <laughs> Me it's too. fucking awesome. I was going to say, did you get to the Sinister Six yet? Has yes. it gotten good? Yes. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, oh, I'm sold. Yeah. That was that was when the shit started really getting good. There's still not enough of the bad guys because I already beat them all. Well, I'm at the point but... I'm, I'm at the point right now where Mary Jane is, is uh, in investigating Norman Osborn's yep. that's my that's the next mission that I'm gonna do she's investigating Norman Osborn's apartment and this is where we're getting our first real hints that uh, Osborn is developing is Green he? Goblin oh, tech yes okay cool fuck yeah anyways I have one question before I mean, we, we have on. we have had the hint about the yeah. uh, the the floater the the medical evac things if you, yes. if you clicked on that during the expo oh I but I do have one question what the hell does two inches of sharks look like because they keep on saying <laughs> it's gonna start raining sharks there's two inches every hour Two inches per sharks for uh, sharks per hour yeah no i don't know what that means they're not baby sharks i don't i think the idea the way they're measuring it is if the sharks if their body mass was spread out evenly across the city it would add up to two inches per hour which is a lot yeah because Manhattan, it might not be the, ti- the the biggest island in the world, but it ain't nothing. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for giving logic to that whole fucking thing for me. Because that's what this movie fucking needs. Because that actually logic. made sense. Okay. So now, hey, back back to the wrestling references. So guess who the fucking the fire chief is or whatever? It's goddamn Kurt Angle, man. Yes, it is. I didn't know his name, but I as soon as I saw him, I was like, Andrew knows who that is. One of the greatest wrestlers ever had his, la- his quote-unquote farewell match at WrestleMania against Barry and fucking Corbin and he was there last night and he pissed the whole crowd off by, by making sure the announcer said that so he made everybody mad it was pretty funny but yeah Kurt Angle's a fucking badass he won the Olympic gold medal in wrestling in 96 with a broken neck wow yeah he, he's that tough like real wrestling that's pretty fucking hardcore yeah and then of course comes the most New York circle <sighs> jerk scene of the entire movie yeah oh god yeah the epic fucking Independence Day Pacific Rim speech yeah Patton, fucking all that shit. He's like, I'm proud to be an American or whatever. And I, this is American. This is New York. Blah. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then he caps it off. He caps it off by starting up that chainsaw, leaning back and, and sawing a fucking great white right up the middle. So precisely, <laughs> mind you, that its tail split perfectly oh, in two. Nice. That shark knew knew that he had a purpose in life. And that was his. And purpose. that was it. Wow. Oh yeah. And and fucking. Finn has been looking for a chainsaw the entire goddamn movie. And the New yeah. York Fire Department provides him with one. Yes. Well, he, he's like, well, I can't get a gun, so give me a chainsaw. And that's when we figure out that there's also no hardware stores in New York, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Well, I mean, who's doing house construction in New York? Nobody. Exactly. You don't need the Home Depot because you don't have a home. All I know about New York, I. I know from playing Spider-Man over that, the past couple weeks. Same here. So basically, we're locals. So now Finn gets to the fucking roof, right? And is Vivica Fox up on the roof with him again yes okay what is she doing she is, she's trying to get him to nail her is what she's doing she's well, trying to get into finn's pants what is she doing to fight the sharks right now 
she's going to, she's going to attach the uh, uh, the lightning rod of the built of the Empire oh, that's State right, that's Building, right. mind you. The, the Back to the Future scene rod of the Empire State Building to the Freon tanks. Which what the fuck did those Freon tanks do? They keep the Empire State Building cold, or I I don't know. I don't. I don't Maybe they're for the air conditioning unit. I don't know. But suffice to say, she's attach. She's attaching the lightning rod for the Empire State Building to the Freon tanks in an effort to freeze this massive Sharknado that has formed over New York City. Yeah. So something bugged me about that scene. Oh, really? What was it? It might not be what you think it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we do the Back to the Future thing. Like she, she hooks it up, and then he pulls on it, and then it fucking falls apart. And he's like, "Hey." Uh, 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 her name is Sky. He's like, Sky, uh, it fucking fell apart. Can you, you go fix it? And she's like, okay, cool. So she goes and puts it back together and he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to do this. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, I can't, I can't, I have to hold it. The cord's not long enough. And what does he do? Okay, cool. And then he just touches the fucking thing. There's no, there's no conversation. At no point life. does he try to talk her out of it. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God. I was wondering how I was going to get rid of your ass all day. He must've gotten her pregnant. Oh my That's God. That's what happens. Yeah. No, oh, he man. was, he was trying to get out of that relationship. He was like, oh. Oh god damn. I got to get I got to get back to that Tara Reed pussy. That drives me that drove me fucking crazy. That was so weird. And then right after that we get the fucking saw hand, right? Because he can't start the chainsaw. No, he was it before. No, let's see. He he's um Cuz I have I have the th- No, there's the explosion. That okay. We have the explosion in which Vivica a. Fox dies. She's ripped in half by Well, first off, she's fucking blown up by two <laughs> tanks of Freon. And then she's ripped in half just just to make sure you knew she was dead. <laughs> yes. She's ripped in half by a shark in midair. Jesus Christ, I missed and then, that. And then Finn grabs a fucking chain and hook out out of the air, out of nowhere. It's just floating around in the Sharknado or what's left of it at this point. <laughs> And hooks it on the mouth of a great white shark and rides that shit fucking Silver Surfer style until it lands precisely on the uh, lightning rod of a nearby building of nearby skyscraper but the the, the saw hand comes before that because he couldn't get the fucking this this is where the this is where the the saw hand happens and the thing where he has to pull the, her fucking hand out of the shark oh did that happen before yeah that? yeah i i have the notes i say the fucking saw hand and then the thing happened with the with with the freon and then oh okay i, I didn't, and then oh and then then okay. everybody starts whipping the weapons out of their cars because the thing blows up i guess and the right and then the, all the sharks start raining down and then everybody has to fight the sharks well that's that's <laughs> the point at which he right he silver surfers the shark down onto the lightning rod at that point everybody's down in the streets and i wrote finn triumphantly rides a fucking falling shark to safety a great white shark mind you yes and nature's ultimate predator and also this is where we get to see the fucking remember remember the the super soakers and the oh yes oh yes yeah this is where they come into play (laughs) beautiful and right before the the super soakers or after the super soaker thing i said yes suck at sharks because they're getting they're all getting set on fire oh hell yeah (laughs) oh and then he finds her fucking arm in the shark that's right and then he shoots the gun and then proposes to her with the gross uh yeah see i thought it was after that yeah nope that's there we go that's after he rides the shark yeah like she she saves him at the beginning with the saw arm and then she retreats thank you and then she finds him in the next (laughs) building apparently i don't know guys this was really a lot of shit happened she knew she knew where minutes she knew where he was headed with that with that shark she was like there's only one possible end for this i better hit that skyscraper over there and get right to the top floor and that's about where the movie ends right what do we then we just get a bunch of outtakes yeah and and the credits yeah after that it's pretty much outtakes and credits i i don't remember exactly where it ends at that point at, at that point i'm just kind of i'm just kind of like breathing heavy trying to trying to regain my equilibrium <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of shit happens in this movie and does it does it end like on the proposal i fuck i really don't remember i just watched it a couple hours ago too and i'm wow i can't i can't, <laughs> I I can't remember how, I, like after that point like i'm on sensory overload i'm just like this is the most insane fucking movie and then it, yeah all i remember after that is outtakes just jumping to outtakes yep. and this movie was a lot of fucking fun and though. tara reed i'm back oh yeah her, that was an awful delivery oh it was t- every delivery of hers in this movie is terrible she's she's just such a bad actress but i hope she keeps making movies so i can keep laughing because i'm gonna you just nickname her tammy was so <laughs> 
Ah, that made me happy. Thank you. <laughs> so do we have any final thoughts about this movie other than... Other than I hope this franchise continues forever? It's not. It's done, man. It's I done. know. I know. But, you know, you made the good point about a reboot. Oh, yeah. No, Holly, Hollywood's coming. You know who it's going to be? It's going to be legendary because they're doing they're doing the Toxic Avengers, so they might as well do Sharknado, too. Making that, that Blair should also sense. direct it. That would make sense. I'd be on board with that. This is way better than the first one. Oh, no, no. It, it, Absolutely. It's not, it's not even a comparison. No. The first one was great because it gave us the Sharknado franchise. Yes. This one is great because it amps everything. It it fucking spinal taps it and turns it all up to 11. Yeah, this movie's fucking nuts. It's Be ready to fantastic. laugh your ass off for a whole 90 minutes. If it's you insane. if you don't laugh your ass off, you probably should get into therapy immediately there was one i can't remember which part it was but there was one part that i fucking i was kind of giggling the whole time but there was one part that like really made me really got me you know you know what it was for me when terry gets her goddamn hand bitten off i couldn't stop smiling (laughs) i couldn't stop smiling (laughs) it wasn't that but i just go (laughs) i was kind of happy about that it might have been the bismarcky thing because it was so fucking random yeah bismarcky makes me smile i think he makes everybody smile it was probably the fucking chainsaw hand because it was such you knew you saw it coming because you know, I didn't realize she got her hand bitten off so fucking soon in the franchise. I yeah, I'd forgotten later. about that. I thought it happened near the end of the movie. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize it was going to happen in this movie. I know she has a metal arm. Eventually. I knew it was. Gonna, I knew it was going to happen. In the, I mean, I've seen this one before, but I just did. I. I I just, even from my previous viewing, I, for some reason, thought it happened near the end. It's because the the saw hand doesn't show up until the end of the movie. That's why. Right, yeah. And that is glorious. I fucking love Tara Reid and her hand and her uh, circular saw with the fucking blade backwards. (laughs) I need to, I'm going to get the rest of these because I I need to watch them. Yeah, (laughs) for shizzle. I support Sharknado. Sharknado 2020. So anyways, Sharknado 2, it's fucking awesome. You should, it is. You should watch it. Yes, Everybody should. should watch it. I, yes, I, I yeah, heartily recommend it. Again, it it it's for me. I support it. I'm I'm there. But yeah, so that that's our Shark Week contribution. Where can people go if they want to uh, make it possible for you to do this full time? You can probably go to patreon.com slash sharks cross hollywood and we're we're gonna we're we're gonna bring some patreon exclusive stuff to you eventually we're, we're gonna work it out and it's I'm gonna, gonna be sexy and sweet i'm gonna make the rev really sad when i tell him what we're gonna do it's if it doesn't be, involve my balls i'm gonna cry it might involve your balls it goddamn better <laughs> involve my balls and also there's a little bit of social media and sometimes i even post things so you can follow us at everything at the shark pod message me and i'll talk to you you know what our instagram <laughs> needs more of my balls you got to give the people what they want i'm sneaking into his bedroom and i'm gonna take a picture of his nuts you don't have to sneak just knock on the door who <laughs> all right everybody getting weird now i got i gotta <laughs> i gotta see his balls so no homo maybe a little 50 <laughs> percent homo everybody has a little bit in there yeah all right anyways hey guys until next time stay jossum